What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing to look at the Psalms this beautiful Wednesday. Today we're looking at Psalm 73. Mm-hmm. What was interesting about this psalm as Bobby and I read it, unpacked it, is that um, the heart of it is saying that the writer is looking at the ways of the world and he's jealous of it. Say hi, Cal. Say hi. Hi, I'm Cal Evan Corver. How old are you? Two. No, you just had <laughs> your birthday. Hi, three. No, one more. Four. Yeah, oh. There you go. All right. You watch your show. That's Cal. He just turned four. He's really happy. Um, anyways, the writer of this psalm is looking at the ways of the world and thinking, is the way of the world better than what I've got here? There's a jealousy and envy of their prosperity, their success, uh, their popularity, their likes. And he's saying, have I missed it? And so mm-hmm. I'm going to read verse three in the ESV. Um, and then Bobby's going to look at it in the message. But what he says in verse 3 is this. I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And I think that all of us have been there at some point in time where you've looked at some celebrity, someone on Twitter, and going, I wish I had that, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the message version for me kind of made more sense to you. So this is verses one through five of the message version. No doubt about it. God is good. Good to good people. Good to the good hearted. But I nearly missed it. Missed seeing his goodness. I was looking the other way, looking up to the people at the top, envying the wicked who've made it in quotes, kind of who have nothing to worry about, not a care in the whole world. So that's kind of, I felt like a a clearer picture too, for me, um, of what Clark was kind of saying is like, I am, um, I'm putting my attention and I'm putting, um, too much stock in comparing and looking at other people and specifically people who, you know, in quotes, seem to have it better than I do. And they seem to have it all together. They seem to have this status. And, um, and the reality is that is we don't know what anybody's life and unless we're like on the inner circle with them we don't know whatever they're portraying online or in the news or in the newspaper in the magazines what is true and so it was just an an awareness and kind of a call to attention here in these first few verses is what am I looking at? Who am I looking mm-hmm. at? How much time and thought energy am I devoting to, you know, what these people think or how they're living? And um, and then you'll, we'll read eventually how we need to switch our focus onto the Lord. So we're going to transition in to verse 12. And, and one of the things I'd add as we're going to read verse 12 is that pastorally, part of our job is to walk with people in the midst of hard times. One of the eye-openers for me and my job has been Walking with people, when you look at their social media account, it looks like they're having a fantastic life. It looks like they are in love. It looks like they could not have a better life. They are living the dream. And then in my office, they're on the brink of divorce or there is incredible addiction or incredible depression or you name it. But mm-hmm. it's like, wait a second. I just I saw you on Instagram and mm-hmm. you looked happy. And now you're in my office telling me this couldn't be farther from the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and Bobby Jean's saying, the grass is never greener on the other side. There's this portrayal in the world that it's awesome. And I love our world. I love my life. I love where we live. This is great. But it can be deceiving. And as you continue to read this psalm, it looks like while there's a temptation to look at the wicked, 
we have to continue to keep our eyes locked on the Lord and allow his voice to be the, the loudest and the strongest informer. So right. let's look at verse 12 because he kind of continues this thought. He says, behold, these are the wicked, always at ease. They increase their riches, thinking like they have a good life. It seems everything's going well for them. And so Bobby and I want to encourage you, where, where are we being informed? Who are we being taught by? Who are we being shaped and molded by? Are we being more informed by the cultures and celebrities? Are we are than the Lord? Or is it the Lord and then other people? But the loudest voice we want to encourage you has to be the voice of God. Right, because ultimately it's up to you to filter what's going into your heart. And so people are going to continue to have opinions. And they're going to continue to put, you know, whatever they want out on the web or, or in the news or whatever. But it's up to us to filter what are we letting in? And then also, how are we prioritizing it? What kind of voice are we giving it in our own heads? How are we coming at things with truth and with, um, with reflection and discernment instead of just opening ourselves up and taking everything in? You know, there's a quote that I heard once, even within our own thoughts, that um, you, you know, don't believe everything you think. And that's the same that goes, don't believe everything you're reading and seeing and um all of these things, it's actually up to us to filter what's coming through and present to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, I need help. You know, help mm-hmm. me prioritize, help me find truth here, Holy yeah. Spirit, and even wise counsel and other people around you that are trustworthy yeah. people. And the filter and the lens is got to be biblically grounded. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we're allowing God's word, God himself to interpret our experiences, to interpret the world, to interpret the news. And, um, and that's part of the purpose of this podcast is that we want you to read the Bible. We want you to wrestle with it and hash it out. And we want this podcast just to provide temporary commentary on what we think God's saying through his word. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we're excited to continue to do this and look at this, but there's a real battle at hand. Right. So then throughout the psalm, you're going to keep reading, and there's a transition that you'll hear kind of in the tone, too, from, okay, we're talking about the world, and we're talking about people, and um, kind of this envy lens that we're looking through, like, what, wait, what? And then there's just transition into how we actually want to focus on the Lord, and our focus um, shouldn't be on, um, you know, what's going on with all these people that we really don't even know. Yeah, and the transition kind of wraps up in verse 25 and 26. The psalmist asks, well, who have I in heaven but you? And there's nothing on the earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and heart may fail, Mm -hmm. but God's my strength of my heart and of my portion forever and ever. And so Mm -hmm. for Bobby and I, we were just unpacking that going, that's the beauty of Christianity and the beauty of the Holy Spirit. Because when you look at other people and they're making this life look so good and the ways of the world so enticing, and you try it out, eventually you find that's not the answer. It will leave us more empty and more void. That can only come in our relationship with God. And like he said in verse 25 and 26, there does come a point where our heart and our flesh fail. Mm -hmm. The things that you and I experience and the longings of our heart are beyond our humanity, Mm -hmm. and we can't do it. And that's the beauty of Christianity. That's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. Because when you do come to a point beyond yourself, that's where we have this relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That's why he sent his Holy Spirit to live inside of you, because the ways of the world can be daunting and can be um, debilitating and so heavy. It's like I can't move. 
That's why you got to walk in step with the Spirit. You, you pray in the Spirit. You say, God, give me your eyes to see in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Help me to have a mind of Christ and, and to, to live this life Holy Spirit filled. And mm-hmm. again, that's our encouragement to you. And then he wraps up in verse 28 and encourages us even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 28 sounds like this in the NIV. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all of your deeds. Um, that's where we want to be. We want to position ourselves near the Lord. We don't, you know, we don't need to know what's going on in these top inner circles because you, you get to be near to the God that that knows every hair on your head that is good that has this good creation and good plan for you that's who you want to be near to that's who you want to be um counseled by that's who you want to be encouraged by um and so as we're wrapping up today we want to just be mindful of of what the scriptures are saying in terms of having a biblical lens Mm -hmm. to many of us bobby and i are not saying you know don't be on social media don't watch the news, don't read. Um, I think many of us are able to be in um, kind of the news outlets and be on our phones and be able to intake things and have a biblical filter. So if you're able to do that, continue to do so. Just do so Mm -hmm. mindfully and try to pray that you'd have the mind of Christ and the eyes of Christ to see what's really happening. But then there are others of us who have a real battle with social media. Right. So like Clark said, at the same time, while that's happening, there are also folks that we just need to take an honest inventory of where you're at. Um, you know, is it helpful for me on social media when I'm constantly comparing myself? Because the truth is, yep, you can be on social media and not do that. But if it's not helpful for you, then maybe we need to set up some boundaries or maybe you need to take a break or maybe it's just a new spiritual discipline for you to enter into. You know, I'm, I'm going to be on my phone for 30 minutes and then that's all for the day. Or I'm going to be on my phone not at all for a day, a week. Um, so I would encourage you to spend time in that. You know, are these are these things that are meant to inform you or serve you? Are they leading you on a path toward wholeness, on a path that's back to God? Um, because, like Clark said, you know, um, while it, some people may be able to walk in this and and it's and it's a okay, you know, I think for some people we just need to do an inventory and ask the Lord, you know, is is this helpful? Or, and come alongside maybe someone else to be able to have um, like a kind of accountability with you. So. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening. And just remember, the grass is never greener on the other side. Have a fantastic week, and we'll connect with you on Friday. God bless. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.